Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Hey everybody, this is Reba and welcome to Rooted Deep. Allie and I are here today and we're continuing our series talking about dealing with our emotions. And we've spent the last couple of podcasts really kind of dealing um, with things. Uh, the first one, we Allie shared her story with us a little bit about burnout and how that kind of started a spiral in her life um, that she didn't recognize at the time. But um, if you didn't hadn't had a chance to go back, go back and listen to that podcast because, man, it was so awesome. Uh, and it really set the stage for what we've been talking about. As last week, uh, or in our last time, of our podcast, uh, it was emotional struggles are real. And we really talked about the fact that emotions are real stuff, right? I mean, these are, these are yeah. really bad, bad boys in our life. <laughs> and it doesn't, and it doesn't just happen to women. Uh, I no. think that a lot of people think that, oh, women are just more emotional and they have more emotional struggles. But we, we talked about some men in the Bible specifically that really had yeah. um, some really deep, deep struggles and deep hurts that 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 were dealt with very yeah. well absolutely and so that was last time so this time i'm excited about this one because we're going to today we're going to really talk about some life hacks um coping mechanisms um things that are uh recognizing our triggers as we deal with our emotions because you know we can say this was my experience and we can also say these are other people's experience but at some point in time we have to arrive at this place where we say, okay, what's your strategy mm -hmm. for dealing with your own junk or dealing with your own struggles or dealing with your own emotional baggage or your own emotional roller coaster at the moment? And so I think many times, and, and Ellie, tell me if you agree with this, but I think so many times in our lives, we we may experience something and we never get to a point we create a strategy to actually deal with it if it comes back again. Yeah, we don't. I think, I think we, we think about things that have happened and we recognize that, okay, something happened or there's, I've, I've gone through this or I've had this struggle, but yet we didn't get as far and maybe, maybe we ran from it and maybe, mm. and I know a lot of people think, Oh, just point. take a vacation. That's all you need to take a vacation. But sometimes you end up coming back to the same situation. But yeah. it's, instead of sitting in a situation, we run from it instead of working through it and saying, okay, I do need to develop a strategy. And mm -hmm. it might seem, it might seem hard at the moment to just say, no, we've got to sit in this for a while because we're, this might happen again, or it will happen again, or these feelings mm -hmm. are going to come up again. But yet, if I don't know how to deal with it this time, the next time it comes up, it's, it's going to get worse. It's not going to get, it doesn't just go away. Absolutely. And I think it's so important for us to realize that all of these things that come in our life, the goal is to sidetrack us from having this life that would honor Christ, a, a life that would be successful, um, a, a lot, you know, things that would derail us from being able to be the person that we want to be, but also that God would want us to be. Um, and so all of these in, in, in honesty are are subtle ways of attacking who we are as a person in order to sidetrack us. And so hopefully what we can do today is help some people find some strategies that may work for them so that they're able to stay. And we, man, it seems like we say this every podcast, but they're able to stay rooted 
deep into things that are going to cause them to flourish so that when the storms come and when the difficulty comes, you know, I remember that story that Jesus told after the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew mm-hmm. 5, 6, 7, he's been preaching. And at the very end, he says, two guys built a house. Mm-hmm. One of them builds it on sand. The other builds it on, uh, on the rock and on the, on the cliff. And when the storm comes, which house stands? Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist or even a construction worker to figure this out. You know, well, yeah. the guy on the sands house is going down. Mm-hmm. And I think as, you know, as we talk today, our goal is to help people build their life on the rock so that when the storms come, and it's not if the storms come, right? It's when, when they come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they come, they can stand. And, right. um, and so that they're not getting blown away. And it, and it doesn't mean we don't cry and it doesn't mean we don't hurt. And it doesn't mean we don't have to just battle, mm-hmm. but what it does mean is that we're not defeated constantly. Exactly. And I think there was, there was a time when over and over again, um, I'm a pastor's wife and, and there, and Gary was actually, my, my husband was actually going through the sermon on the Mount series hmm. because he's like, these are the words of jesus christ to to the people so he's going through this whole you know the matthew five six seven um passages and it was interesting because so many of the problems and so many of the counseling situations that he was dealing with at the moment those answers came right from those words right in you know whether it was interpersonal conflict whether it was how to care for your family whether it was what was going on in your marriage whether it was you know and there were so many things that that cause us stress just naturally but those answers are found in not just, and we say in the Bible, obviously, but in the words of Christ. And again, we sometimes, Reba, you and I run back to this passage, John 15, so many times. But if if we abide in him and his words abide in us, Mm -hmm. you know, and so then all of these, that, that joy and that living in those, um, those, those life hacks that Jesus has given us. And then just, uh, we as, uh, as counselors and, and ministers, we can kind of say, Hey, if this is happening, you know, here's, here's some things that'll help. And, but so many times it just comes straight from the, not the horse's mouth, but straight from the, the Jesus's mouth. Absolutely. You know, and because that's the thing. And I think you just said this a little few minutes ago, but it's not going away. Mm-hmm. You're not just going to wake up some morning and magically it's gone. Yeah. Uh, you know, and of course you can go out and get the blue pill and the pink pill and the yellow pill and, and you can try those. And, and we're going to, you know, maybe talk a little bit about that at some point, but mm-hmm. here's the deal medication is good, but, but medication doesn't always fix it. Um, you know, there's also a strategy that sometimes goes along with that, that really helps you kind of get this full package. So maybe we'll step in that today um, and talk about, you know, uh, man, we're quick to say, if you need to go to the doctor, go, um, if you need help, get it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go to a counselor, go to a medical doctor, find out if something's physically wrong. Um, absolutely. And if there's some medication, if you have a medical issue that's causing you to spiral and triggering you, man, find out what that is, get with your doctor and get on something, a good medication that's going to help you deal with the medical problems that Mm -hmm. you're facing and the issues you're dealing with. Um, so we will be the first to say that. Okay. Um, so let's just clarify that at the beginning and say, (laughs) we're not saying don't go to the doctor, don't go to counseling, don't do any of this because we're both counselors. So that's all important, but these are things for those of you maybe that are listening and you're like, you know what, this is just me spiraling out of control sometimes. Mm-hmm. This is just yeah. me at facing the things that I've been dealing with for 20 to 30 years and I can't seem to get victory with. 
Um, and I and think sometimes when we talk about our health, if somebody's going to the doctor because they have heart problems, the doctor says, yes, there is medication to help heart problems, mm. but there are also some lifestyle changes that need to happen, whether it's you know, diet or exercises. And so that's kind of what we're talking about today. We're not just saying it's either or. We're Perfect. saying while you are, this is there, there are some lifestyle changes, even with your health. Um, and so we're going to talk about that. And I think that's what we're kind of, so we don't want you to think that, you know, oh no, there's, there's, there's a Bible verse and that's all you have to worry about. There's, right. You know, there's, <laughs> right. it all works together. We are body, soul, and spirit. So we're absolutely have to work together. Oh, and that's such a good point because you're exactly right. You know, your heart doctor is going to tell you, Hey, lay off the bacon, right? <laughs> right? You know, and while you're laying off the bacon, also go take a walk and lay yeah. off the bacon, take a walk and don't forget to take your heart medicine. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. and so as we, as we put these strategies together, mm -hmm. I believe we find a ways that they really work for mm -hmm. us all the way around. Right. So let's mm -hmm. dive into one of the first ones, you know, in yeah. counseling over the years, one of the first things that I really recommend and caution women with is um, asking themselves a stop question. Mm -hmm. um, because once we start to spiral, See, you know, it's like a runaway train. Right, Once yeah. the thing hits 150 miles an hour, okay, right now you're either going to derail or you're going to find a break. That, mm -hmm. That's that's your options right now. And yeah. so for me, finding a break is really an important coping strategy to mm -hmm. stopping this emotional spiraling that's happening. Yeah. So really a great break that I have found for women through the years. And, and I guess this would work not just for women, although I'll say that because I mostly counsel women, mm -hmm. but yeah. um, is, is this, is what I'm telling myself the truth. Mm -hmm. So yeah. statements like I'm the worst person in the world. I'm mm -hmm. just an idiot. I'm the worst this. I'm the, okay. Mm -hmm. And we make, I can't all do of, anything right. Yeah. Right. I can never do anything right. I'm just, you know, whatever. All of these statements that we make many times are part of the spiral that we create mm -hmm. for ourselves. And we've got to be able to say, wait a minute, is that the truth? Yeah. Are you really the worst person in the world? <laughs> and this, you know, and, and yeah, that would be a, that would be a really hard task to be the absolute worst person in the world. But at the same time, you can see how emotions and paranoia can work because I remember so many times thinking, mm -hmm. It would just be better off if I weren't like if I weren't alive. It would I would just get so much more rest if I could just end this. Or everybody hates me. People are talking about me and these yep. this paranoia. And and I think this is where I think one of the good life hacks to be would be to journal what is happening when I'm feeling this way. Let's write it mm -hmm. down. How is this is this really true? Does is everybody really talking about me? Is this, mm -hmm. you know, would I be better off dead? No. You know, and, and filtering it through that Philippians 4, 8 Bible verse is what I'm feeling. Is it true? Is it honest? Is it just? Is it lovely? Is it a good yeah. report? What am I putting in my in my head? Yeah. And, and I think if, if you ask yourself that question and on the other side of that, like you're, okay, wait a minute. You can always tell where you're at in the spiral. Yeah. If I'm in the early parts of the spiral, okay, my just basic logic kicks in and says, okay, mm -hmm. all right, all right, all right, okay, no, I'm not the ugliest person in the world, I'm not mm -hmm. the stupidest person in the world, I'm not the worst person in the world, I, it's not going to be better, and I need to stop saying mm -hmm. these things, because the more I say something, the right. more I believe it to be true, yeah, even yeah. if it's false, mm -hmm. but if I'm, if I'm, if I'm agreeing with myself, if the train's speeding up, <laughs> mm-hmm, then I know that I'm, I'm really, mm -hmm. I've, I've left the point of being able to logically and think clearly. And I, now I know I'm not, I'm no longer thinking clearly mm -hmm. as I should be. And at that point, 
I need to go and reach out to someone else yeah. who can help me logically mm -hmm. think through this at the moment because I'm not, I am not reasoning well. Mm -hmm. And in this case, for me specifically, it took me, um, the first thing I did was when I would get, when I would spiral, I realized, and, and my husband was able to kind of pinpoint, you know, okay, mm -hmm. she decided not to drive to work today. Um, that's, that, that means that she is, she's fearful. She's scared. She's, she's gonna, you know, but then the other, the other thing is one of the things I had code words because I didn't have the energy and I didn't have the thought enough logical, um, clarity to think I need to know what I need to put in. I need, I, what I'm feeling, I can't put into words, but I knew I had three code words and these are my own code words. I'm not even going to share them with you, but um, I had a code word that all I had to do was just say, Hey, to a friend of mine, I just had to, one word yep. and, and, and she knew where I was in my, and, and I didn't even have mm -hmm. to be able to say, I, um, let me put this into words, exactly what I was feeling. Uh, yeah. I just had to say one word and then she would come running wherever she was. That was the promise. And she would actually get me, you know, to try to, okay, let's talk it through what was happening. And so, yeah. And, and that's, I think that's really great. So that's, that is a great um, coping strategy to put into place when you watch yourself spiral like this emotionally is first of all, ask yourself these, you know, is this the truth? Is what I'm mm -hmm. saying the truth? And if you can answer that question in a logical sense, mm -hmm. okay, uh, then that you'll know you're, you're, you're at an early part in your spiral, right. but yeah. if you can't, then you really do need um, mm -hmm. a, a friend uh, account, account, somebody can help you walk through it who can think logically and who's not spiraling. And it's got to be somebody you trust because obviously, yeah. just like you just said, Allie, they've got to be able to come over and look you in the eye and maybe say some hard things, but also mm -hmm. be a comfort and a care. And you got to trust them and you got to know they yeah. care about you and they're going to walk Absolutely. you through this in a good way. So, and when we saw, yeah, when, let me, let me just say this because you said it really importantly of a friend who's, who's going to recognize. And I think sometimes our friends, we tend to hang out with people that are as weak or weaker than we are hmm. because it's easier to, and we end up spiraling each other out of, you know, in this, into this emotional tizzy. Oh, yeah. It really needs yeah, to be somebody sure. who has a stronger voice and a stronger sense, um, and, and can be outside the situation, I think. So sometimes yeah. I, I remember I'm okay. This friend is not taking me to places that I need to go. And, you know, we're just, we're, we're building off each other and it's getting worse. And right. so you, you brought up a good point about that accountability partner. Yeah. And I just think that is good. And you're right though. You're so, that's so true that sometimes we don't put people in our life that actually build us up <laughs> because it's easier to put people in our life that, that just let us be where we're at because that's less pressure. Yeah. And, yeah. and we, and we need pressure. Pressure is yeah. good. It really does. You know, it's that old expression, pressure is what turns coal into a diamond. And it is true that pressure yeah. in our life, it does refine us in ways that other things mm -hmm. don't. So, yeah. uh, but just, just a simple, is this the truth? Mm -hmm. And it really begins to help us put the brakes on, um, but I think another thing, Allie, we've talked about is it's so important to know what your triggers are, right? To yeah. recognize your triggers. Um, and, you know, you work with women who have gone through some pretty horrific things mm -hmm. in their lives. And right. as they come into mercy out of the sex trade or out mm -hmm. of a trafficking situation, and these women have experienced major abuse and other things. And a lot of times we know counseling in that world 
we understand the power of a trigger. Mm -hmm. It can be yeah. a song, a smell, uh, it can just be a phrase and it can send that woman right back in right. to some of the pa most painful moments of her life. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and so that's not just true for women who are struggling in the in that in the worst of ways, but that's mm -hmm. not also true for all of us that we have triggers that take us back to moments that are hard for us. It's true. Um, I, I remember one time uh, I was actually counseling a, a child and she said one word to me or not one phrase. And that when she said that, that took me back to a moment that I had lived 30 years earlier that I had not remembered. Hmm. And, and I was, and I was triggered because of, and she said those, that exact phrase that I, I remembered saying 30 years ago and understanding that even, even in moments of, okay, of high stress where I'm saying, I keep saying I'm not enough, or I keep saying I'm not, I'm not doing this right. Or just one more thing. Or, or, or in my case, for example, it's, Hey, would you mind if that phrase I'm like, ah, I can't, it takes me back to you know, how much stress and how little margin I had in my own life, but recognizing mm -hmm. that. And, and again, I really think that journaling really helps because when you mm. can come out of that and say, okay, what happened right before the yep. train started going? And it was, yep. whether it was a, you know, whether, like you said, a smell or, a, or a song or somebody said something, or, you know, um, you were sitting somewhere, it, it's something, something takes you, takes you to that moment. And you need to understand how to, like you said, how to recognize that. But I think journaling really in these moments really helps. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, we talked about those types of triggers, but there's also other types of triggers. I think uh, you mentioned a couple of them just in passing. Um, we, we can overload ourselves. We can say yes to too much and not say no often enough. And all of a sudden we've got a, a plate that is way too full for the average person in life. And that can immediately be a trigger for some people that too much stress, too much, uh, too much on the to-do list um, can be a trigger, um, you know, and uh, certain situations, I know we're getting ready to enter the holiday season here in the U S uh, we're nearing the sh nearing Thanksgiving as we're coming into it. And, you know, holiday season can be a huge trigger for yeah. so many people as mm -hmm. they have to deal with maybe in-laws, mm -hmm. um, family stressors that only happen one time a year when everybody gets <laughs> under the same roof. And then you get over it new year and new calendar and you forget about it until the next October. Yeah, until the next time around. But yeah, um, you know, just certain things like that can really be a difficult thing. And then, mm -hmm. but then there's also, um, you know, there's also uh, physical triggers yeah. that we can, um, we can, we need to be aware of, uh, some women emotionally eat yeah. and they can, and they realize, okay, wait a minute, what am I doing? I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm emotionally eating. Uh, that's, whoa, wait a minute. That ought to be a flag for me. Yeah. Something yeah. is going on right now mm -hmm. that has caused me to emotionally eat. Mm -hmm. Um, and because I know for me in my, my life, sometimes I don't realize I'm stressed. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even, I'm not consciously aware of it. Um, but then, you know, a family member or a friend who's, who's spending time with me, like, Reba, why are you holding your breath? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I was holding my breath. Hmm. And then all of a sudden I realized I was holding my breath. Right. And, yeah. and, and when I catch myself doing that, I know, whoa, whoa, mm -hmm. wait a minute. My stress level is higher than I thought it was because right. I am unconsciously over here holding my breath. Mm -hmm. um, and that means, you know, 
that's that's a, that's a trick that uh, okay wait a minute i know mm-hmm. when i see this i know this and so yeah. really that's really what triggers are all about when i see this i know this about myself mm-hmm. and uh, being able to know what those are for you is so valuable right. in winning more than losing right yes yeah it's just kind of getting ahead of the game or knowing you know if you know what's around the corner then you're better equipped to handle it and 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 you're better equipped to say okay I know now I know the steps because I know I know what's coming next after I after like you said after I caught myself um not not breathing you know correctly or just holding my breath then I know that I I have stress in my life which means I'm which means I can prepare myself. It's just a, little, a few more steps to, to like you said, slow down the train and let's think about this logically mm-hmm. and, um, and, and, and make some rational decisions at this moment. Absolutely. And then just developing that strategy then mm-hmm. for myself in yeah. this moment. Yeah. Um, I think strategies for successful living are undervalued. Yes. Yes. Okay. And, mm-hmm. No, I was and just they come say, across as yeah. yeah, they come across as selfish. Now I have to, I'm going mm-hmm. to put this in place, and and it comes across no, but that's a boundary. It's not selfish to place Perfect. strategies and and boundaries in your life. So I wanted Absolutely. to jump in there. Oh no, I'm so glad that's so true because it is exactly what you said. It is a boundary mm-hmm. that I have to put up for my life because I know if I don't, then mm-hmm. I'm going to start spiraling over here, and everyone is going to be affected by it, including me the most. And mm-hmm. that is not that's not spiritual. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's not healthy. That's not good. There's nothing. There's nothing spiritual about a, uh, about just taking it, taking one for the team for the one thousandth mm-hmm. time. Um, yeah. And I think again that that guilt idea that the devil likes to throw at us. Well, if you were really good, this uh, mm-hmm. a mom, a wife, a pastor's wife, whatever your role is, yeah. if you were really good at this, you'd be able to handle this. And mm-hmm. you know, so we feel like we've got to be superwomen instead of saying, "No, wait a minute." <laughs> This is a trigger for me. I need a strategy mm-hmm. for dealing with myself when I start to see myself being triggered or I know I'm going right. into a trigger-filled environment. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I think even as we go into the holidays, Very. what mm-hmm. a great thing. If you know you're walking into a little bit of a high stress situation in the holidays, you need to prepare yourself for it. Don't just yeah. walk in there again, just like you always have done. But you need to establish some great boundaries. I know that you and I love this book by Cloud and Townsend by the same title boundaries Boundaries, and um i think if you you know if you're out there we're going to talk about resources in the next podcast but if you're out there and you have not read that book and you realize this is speaking to you right now and you're going you know what i need to set some boundaries in my life you need to go grab a copy of that book and um you know or download it onto your uh, onto kindle and read this book because we Mm -hmm. all need this is part of our strategy it's part of staying healthy yeah it's part of staying mentally sound it's it's part of us being able to to be the people that god's called us to be Mm -hmm. and it's and it's proactive it's not reactive in other words i don't Mm. have to wait for the stress to come and then Mm -hmm. decide how i'm gonna sometimes i feel like um a a volleyball player with all the stress in my life and i'm just whatever is coming at me i'm hitting but why can i not be more strategic when it comes to being proactive about my stress level or being proactive i know this is going to happen i know i'm going to i know the holidays are coming or i know this, this meeting, this person is going to, you know, send me into a tizzy or I know I'm going into a situation that's going to be difficult. Or even right now with, with COVID, I know right now I, if I have to wear a mask somewhere, that's a trigger for me or some, 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 some yeah. situation like that. If you can think proactively 
then it's you're going to handle it better. And the other thing I wanted to say is one of the things that we tell ourselves uh, is it, you know, it's not going to get done if I don't do it. Or mm-hmm. if, or are you telling yourself that because you think you're God and you're mm-hmm. not allowing God to, you know, to, and so those, those things to be able to think proactively and think and say, no, I'm going to be creative about this. I'm going to create a situation and make sure I'm, I'm coping better you know, just preparing um, ahead of time. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think we're going to talk here about some, some we're going to give you some strategies here, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, these yeah. may not all fit your situation. So what we want to encourage you to do is when you are of sound heart and sound mind, <laughs> think about some things that really um, will help you. And, and mm-hmm. But we would say right now, man, try some of these things and yeah. see if they, you know, see if they won't help you. Um, and, and, and these are in no given order. We're just going to kind of walk through a few of these Mm -hmm. that, that we, we both think are important and we know work. Um, one is just so simple and that is the simple concept of exercise. It's been proven, um, time and time again in the world of, in, in our scientific medical studies that exercise helps reduce stress. Right. Exercise helps us not only just to reduce stress, but it also enables us to be able to kind of clear out uh, things that we've packed away. It, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's a great way to, uh, to exercise. And when I say exercise, we're not talking about running a marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're not talking about, you know, uh, some spin class that, you know, you're, you've got to buy special gear for. I mean, Allie, we're talking about get out and walk. Yeah. Take a walk in the fresh air or take a mm. walk on a, on the treadmill, you know, and watch some, you know, Downton Abbey on TV or whatever, <laughs> something just, but I think outdoor, outdoor activity, as far as if you can get out and just take a walk around Agreed. the block, take a 10 to 15 minute walk and just breathe in and out. And that is so important. And it will help you sleep better. If, if you're having trouble sleeping, exercise is the first thing that I always say, if you're not sleeping, you're probably not exercising either. Yep. That's one of the things because mm. it helps. No, it's so true. And I think while you're walking, Mm. there are two things I love to tell people to incorporate in the walk. One is prayer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because here's the deal. There are things in life that we cannot handle. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It's too hard. They're just bigger than we are. They're Mm -hmm. more complicated than we can figure out. And some of them require miracles. They really do. Mm-hmm. Solving them that requires a miracle. It's not anything that I'm going to hack my way through. Okay. And so learning to go to God in prayer mm-hmm. and be able to talk through not just your list of requests. Mm-hmm. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm not saying, hey, God, here's my laundry list of things I need you to do for me. Yeah. But instead talking to God about how you feel. Feel. Yes. Yeah. And that's so important when you're, t- because everybody goes to with their prayer list and this and that and this, but just start out the prayer and say, I mean, read a Psalm and you'll know that that's how David prayed. Absolutely. Lord, I feel, I feel terrible right now. Or I, I, you know, my bones are aching. I mean, he, he really poured out mm-hmm. his feelings in prayer. It wasn't just, you know, help, help Saul to, you know, be nicer to me or whatever. It was yeah. literally his feelings to God because God knows you already. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those talking it out and letting him help you logically, you know, put everything in order. Yeah, because I think prayer, it's that point where mm-hmm. I, I share with God how I feel and then just shutting up for a few minutes <laughs> Yeah, and listening. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that God is going to speak audibly out of voice from heaven that you're going to hear from the clouds. He's, you know, I'm not saying an airplane is going to fly by with a banner on it that answers from God. But what I am saying is he will speak to that still small voice that we talked about with Elijah, that still small voice that you will hear in your own conscious awareness that God is speaking to you and he's giving you helps and he's giving mm-hmm. you encouragement and he's helping you along. Um, so prayer is such a vital part. I want to encourage you. Um, add prayer to the walk. And then there's times add praise to the walk. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I love to put my, my headphones on and I just love to put in um, a praise, some praise and worship music, some music that just is that Philippians four, eight that you talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, finding music that actually matches that and, and pouring it into my life. I have man, I just have some scripture songs. I have yeah. all kinds of things that, man, they just speak peace to my soul. And so when I'm walking, I love to put those kind of things on. Um, and, and then to even begin to praise myself, you know, that's a point. Yeah. So prayer and praise, so important, mm-hmm. um, that I can just add that to my walk. Yeah, absolutely. And that gratefulness, that grateful heart, um, in your praise, just saying, here's the things that I'm grateful for. Here's what I, I do recognize this. And even the act of just being grateful and being grateful in your prayer makes a huge difference emotionally because mm-hmm. then you start to take stock and, mm-hmm. and uh, it really, it really does open up your prayer. Yeah. We, we often laugh at Allie's mom, Paula, because <laughs> uh, no matter what question you ask her in counseling, yeah. She says, drink more water and be grateful. Uh, Write down five things that you're grateful for. That's what yeah. she always tells me. But yeah. I can't complain to her about anything until I've done that. And yeah. then I'm like, okay, I'm grateful for all this stuff, but I still have problems. Would you? Right. Yeah, so, but honestly, what is, it is a good strategy mm-hmm. for us to begin yeah. to actually, and what it does is it refocuses us off mm-hmm. ourselves for a yeah. moment and it puts us on uh, a, a different perspective of, of looking and many times that right there is this is a little mm-hmm. is a secret to yeah. being able to heal um, right. is realizing that maybe we bought into some lies that we have it more worse than everyone else on the whole planet. And nobody has yeah. it as bad as us. And, mm-hmm. you know, and exactly. all me and all my and that kind of thing. The worst. So, right. Um, and then also, I think, you know, that so that walking with maybe some prayer and some praise mm-hmm. important. So you've got a combination but Ali, I just think, I know in my life, scripture um, has been such a weapon mm-hmm. for dealing with the places where I just fall apart at. Yes. When you, when you open the word of God and you want to seek to hear him, again, you are putting yourself in, in the seat of just wanting to learn and listen. It's not about your agenda. When you open the Bible and you really are um, and you really are just, Lord, I need to hear from you today. Then all of a sudden the perspective kind of shifts and that mm-hmm. paradigm kind of shifts and it says, okay, it's not about me. This, this is so much bigger than what I'm, I'm not even, con- you know, I don't have to be mm-hmm. concerned about, about all of this other stuff because God does seek a relationship with you mm-hmm. and he's not, you know, and this, we're going to talk about this when we talk about resources, he is not interested in all the stuff that you're doing for him. He right. is interested in you and your heart, and he wants to share with you through his word. And that's so important. No, absolutely. And I think sometimes if we're not careful, we've kind of developed many times in Christianity, this idea that I just open my Bible and I read, mm-hmm. and maybe God's just going to magically pull a verse off of that. And I'm not saying that's never happened in my life. Sometimes I have just been in my normal course of reading 
and I have found some some really truth that anchored right to where I'm at. But yeah. but I want to encourage you to be specific in your strategy for for God's word. If you're struggling with a certain area, find scripture verses that deal with that area and read them all and see which ones really speak into your heart and life. Then take those, put them on a card, put them on your phone, do whatever you need to do. I mean, I used to tell women, you know, put one on your mirror in the morning when you get ready so that you see it. Stick one on your refrigerator, stick, stick them on your car, in your car, put them wherever you need to put them so that you're constantly reading these verses that are right to spoke to exactly where right. you're at at the moment. Because, yeah. you know, the Bible says that the word of God is like a sword. Um, it's two edged. It cuts going in, it cuts going out. And it is actually the only weapon we're given in Ephesians Mm -hmm. that is for offense. Everything else is protection, but the word of God. So I think some of us don't know how to use our sword. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we, we have no idea if there's a verse in the Bible that talks about this. And if we do, you know, where is it? And I think some of us need to be more specific sometimes in arming ourselves for our own personal struggles. These are mine. And, Here's my mm-hmm. verses. And this is, and this is, I, I use this so many times and Reba's probably sick of me using this illustration, but it's the leaky roof syndrome. And here's what happens. When the roof is leaking, it's already raining. And so that's not the time to fix it. And so when it's sunny outside, that's actually when you're supposed to be fixing the leaky roof. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about an emotional struggle, we, um, it's so important that we put these, um, these systems, these strategies, these Bible verses in place right now while we're thinking rational, while, while the sun is out, while, mm-hmm. while we're thinking logically, because we know that the, ra- the rain's coming and our roof's going to leak. But if we fix it during the sunny times, yep. then when the roof is leaked, then we have that Bible verse right there, or we have that coping mechanism. We, we are saying, okay, here it comes, but I know how to deal with it. And that's why I always say the roof is leaking. It's not the time to fix it. You need to, you needed to have fixed it earlier. And so that's what we're telling you is trying to give you those strategies beforehand while you're thinking rationally and while you turned on a podcast because there's, <laughs> you turned on this podcast because you know that something's coming, either stress or a trigger is coming. So sure. now's the time to, to put those strategies and that weapon in place. Absolutely. And we all know what our personal battles are and nobody knows them better than you because they're your battles. Mm-hmm. And so- um, you know, getting, getting some, you know, yeah, you can take a walk. Um, mm. you can be cautious about, man, if you're an emotional eater, you need to be really careful about what you're buying. Maybe you don't even need to go to the grocery store during, during an emotional spiral. Yeah. Some send someone else don't, you know, you're the last person that needs to go and buy all the things that you're just going to sit and feel sorry for yourself and eat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. or, you know, or that bring you comfort, you know, finding mm-hmm. comfort in other sources. So you, you know what your, you know what your thing is. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, you do. Um, and you know, maybe you're not an emotional eater, but maybe you're an emotional binge watcher. You know, you can, you mm-hmm. can close the door and suddenly three days later, you've watched every episode of 12 things of, you know, on Netflix. And so, you know, knowing what happens when I spiral and knowing how to keep myself from that, knowing what I need to do, what do I need to put in place? Maybe it's a physical thing. Maybe it's sleep. Yeah. Maybe I need to rest. Maybe I need to schedule a nap. Yeah. Maybe I need to schedule a nap. Maybe I need to go for a, maybe I need to get walking. 
maybe I haven't exercised. Mm -hmm. I need to get going here. I need, I need that. Maybe I don't have scripture. I I don't have a, I'm not prepared at all. Um, You know, maybe I'm not telling myself the truth and I need to stop Mm -hmm. and ask myself some hard questions. Maybe I don't have a friend Mm -hmm. can speak into my life and, and ask me hard questions and I can call I can call with my code word and <laughs> yeah. say, this is where I'm at. So we've mentioned uh, actually a lot mm-hmm. of things today yeah. Um, yeah. in a very broad spectrum, but I promise you some of these you can pick up and grab and mm-hmm. begin to take a journey and begin to really help yourself strategically uh, when it comes to, when it comes to these emotional, emotional spirals. And, you know, start fixing that leaking roof now before, before it gets, before it gets bad. Be prepared. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and let's just say this, if you're listening today and you're really in a very bad place right now, and maybe mm-hmm. there's somebody like that yeah. and you're like, forget sunshine, Allie, my whole yeah. roof caves, is caving yeah. in and I got five <laughs> inches of water on the floor right, right now. If that's where you feel like you're at emotionally, then right now you may not have the strength or the energy or the wherewithal to, to put any of these places, things in place. So what we're going to do is we're going to tell you to reach out for somebody and get some good counseling Mm -hmm. and let somebody help you get you to a strength place so you can Mm -hmm. prepare. So don't be overwhelmed by what we've said today. No. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with finding help. Everybody needs help. Absolutely. So yeah. yeah, So if you're hearing this today and you feel like you're drowning uh, and I want you to just go get, I want you to, your only step you need to take today is to find somebody who can help you. Mm-hmm. and reach out to one person and say, I need help mm-hmm. and let that person help you, uh, help you process through that. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, that would be the step to take, but for the rep, but for those of you who don't have five inches of water on the floor right now, and, uh, <laughs> but you, you know, know, it's coming, <laughs> but yeah, but you know that, uh, you do spiral sometimes, then hopefully let's put some of these things in place today. And we hope that this helps you, man. We know it helps us. And if you've got any questions about these things, feel free to email us. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you can feel free to email either one of us. If you'll just send your in- email to info at dareformore.org and put it to the attention of Allison or Reba. Um, mm-hmm. And we will make sure they'll, our team will make sure one of us gets that and we yeah. will respond to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So feel free. If you've got questions or just concerns, make sure you mm-hmm. feel free to a- ask us those and we'll be sure to respond. So uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. It's been great. Hopefully you found a, a few life hacks that are going to help you uh, found up maybe a good way to pick up your sword and we're excited that we'll look next time at talking a little bit about resources so make sure to join us next time thanks a lot and have a great day thank you for listening to rooted deep to learn more about dare for more ministries go to dareformore.org and look up mercy workshop at mercyjewelry.org